Alrighty, welcome to today's episode of Hey Girl Hey. Hey. I'm host number one, Mia Hernandez. I'm host number two, Emily Vinna. And today we're going to talk about school? education. School. Being in school. My domain here. Yeah. Emily is an education major. I am a teacher. Yep. Um, on Hey Girl Hey, we talk about um, things that really formed us as children into mm. um, who we are. Yeah. Let's talk about girlhood, things that just, um, what did we say last time? Forged our, forged, we were forged by iron. Forged, forged, by- forged in fire. <laughs> Forged just okay. That's a TV show though. What forged in fire? It's oh, about what's it about making knives or something? Something my dad watches. I don't know. Oh, okay. That's all. Anyways, so we're gonna talk about <laughs> stories from school that just really formed who we are. Think so back. to kind of start out, me and Emily were very different children in school. <laughs> so to set the scene for you, <laughs> pre-K. Pre- <laughs> we're starting in pre-K. I, let me just, li- I'm going to line up all of the different types of school I went through. Okay. So for pre-K, kindergarten, I went to private Christian school. First grade and half of second grade, I was homeschooled. Second half of second grade and third grade, I went to the same private school. Fourth grade, I was homeschooled. And fifth grade and sixth grade, I went to private Christian school. Seventh and eighth grade, I went to public middle school. Ninth grade, I went to private homeschool, half school and then 10th, 11th, and 12th grade, I went to public high school. So I've been through a lot of different schools. Yeah. Yeah, that's all. I uh, I guess I went to a public school that was like K through 8. And then... Really? Yeah. Whoa, that's so strange. Is it? Public schools don't often go K through 8. That's just why it's strange. It's usually, usually elementary, middle, high. I mean, I guess it's like how I grew up. So like, I yeah, it's yeah. never faced me. It was like an elementary school. Yeah, great. They went through the elementary school went through eighth grade. Yeah, that's insane. And then um, freshman year, I went to school in Arizona. Sophomore year, I was in Rhode Island. And then junior year, I was in North Carolina. But then my senior year, I was completely online, mm-hmm. just because of COVID. Woo. Um, COVID. So at a weird high school, but not necessarily like. Mm-hmm. Um, elementary school. Yeah. Um, but to kind of set this up too is I was a troublemaker. And I wasn't like a troublemaker, like I'm throwing chairs and like starting coups. Yeah. I wasn't starting fires mm-hmm. either. That's good. Um I just talked a lot and um yeah, I talked a lot. I was pretty loud, um, pretty hyper. Mm-hmm. Um I was, I was one of those kids that I was in like the gifted program, or I was, like, the higher lexile and um, advanced math. So I was in a math that was like a grade older than mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and I think part of that maybe play a little bit of a role in it, because mm-hmm. um, I think a lot of the really really smart kids are a little more reserved. Mm-hmm. and I was not yeah um I don't know I don't know why I was a troublemaker um I'm trying to think of things I got in trouble for when I was younger um 
I was like, do you remember how we had to like clip ups and like clip downs? Yeah. I was chronically on like, it would go like green, yellow, blue, red, going mm-hmm. down. Mm-hmm. And then if you're like going up, then again, it was like going up from green, green being like starting point. It would be like purple yeah. and then like something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was chronically on yellow. I was always like one step below. Mm-hmm. Because I was someone that was, it was always like Mia, we're not talking right now. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm just, <laughs> I was like that kid. <laughs> I was that kid <coughs> that talked so much that I got like moved to like different seats, different tables. And they thought like, oh, if you like move me, then I'll stop talking. Who was I talking? I was talking about this with someone recently who was like, yeah, I was one of those kids where you had to move me all the time. <laughs> but it's OK because I would just talk to anyone then. I forget. who. Like, I think it was it. You? Was it not me? Because that's what I was going to say. That might have, it might have been you then. I would talk to anyone. Yeah. I had things to say. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I got moved around tables up until literally eighth grade. Yeah. In eighth grade, I had my own separate table. Like it was like a teacher's. <laughs> he really said It was a teacher's her. desk. Wow. I had my own teacher's desk in the back corner because I couldn't handle being around other people is what Mr. Burns said. Mm. I think that's a mistake <laughs> that a lot of. There's two two sides to that because, like, in schools, like, in the school that I'm in, there's one kid who kind of, like, I think of when you're talking about, like, how you were. And it's almost like there's times where he needs to be on his own to do his work and there's times when he needs help. You can't just isolate a kid like that. That's just going to, like, if you have someone who's constantly talking, who's constantly doing this, it's not just because they want to be disruptive. There's something more there. And then if you have someone who you just kind of, like, put them in the back corner away from all the other kids, that's going to mm-hmm. have an effect on the kid. I guess that's, like, part of it, too, is there were kids that were, like, bad kid. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't even want to say that, but there were, like, kids that were, like, acting out to act out. Like, there were kids that would, like, get up, stand on chairs, stand on tables, yeah. throw things, like, whatever. I wasn't acting out to, like, be a nuisance. I was yeah. just... Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, like... I mean, that's kind of what we talked about in the last episode was yeah. uh, being the chronic iPad kid. Yeah. And, like, it's not like... I, I wasn't stupid either. No. Not that stupid kids are, like, bad kids. But, yeah. like... Or that bad kids are stupid. Mm-hmm. But, like, I didn't... Like, nothing was inherently wrong. Yeah. Yeah. But that was a lot of my... I mean, oh, my gosh. I feel like a lot of my <coughs> things that happened in school happened kind of when I got older. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I had a teacher who... She was also my cheer coach at the time. Mm-hmm. She hated my guts. Really? I think she literally hated me. And, like, literally, I, ta- I me and my mom have had conversations about, like, my teachers and stuff. And she's like, you say every teacher hates you. I'm like, well, to be fair, <laughs> they weren't nice to me. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, they wouldn't be mean to, like, a child. And, like, what were you doing that made them? I'm like, well, like, things that stand out to me, this is specifically, I think this was, I think this was seventh grade. Um, my, so she was my teacher and then mm-hmm. she went on to be my cheer coach where she would yell my full name at me if she was like mad at me. And I remember there was a time where I had tried braided my hair really nicely and it was like falling out. So I was trying to fix it. And she like had her back turned and she was like facing this like board in the corner. And I remember her yelling at me from across the room. I was literally in the opposite corner in the very back, but like, it's not hair time. It's time to learn. And like, I wasn't. Well, I don't remember distracting anyone. I don't remember, like, being a... 
problem. I, Maybe I was. I hate when teachers. I hate when people say things like that because there's some kids who, if they don't fix their hair, tie their shoe, get a drink of water, whatever, they will be so fixated on it that they can't learn. You have to kind of like, obviously, use your discretion. If you know this kid, you kind of like, you have to treat it accordingly. But if you're just going to automatically shut anything down, it's going to lead lead to the child shutting down and just blocking everything out then. Yeah, part of it too is she really wanted to be like the cool teacher. Mm-hmm. Where like she, when I say like wanted to be the cool teacher, I mean like she almost like borderline flirted with like the boys in my class. Oh, in seventh grade. Do you, yeah, do you know what I mean by like that oh, kind of uh-huh, teacher? Uh-huh. And then she like wasn't very nice to the girls. I had one of those. They were like the popular girls. I had one of those, but it was a male math teacher. Oh, yuck. In seventh grade. Oh. But she really really didn't like me and mm-hmm. then she went on to be my cheer coach and she couldn't stand me then either mm-hmm. um yeah that's crazy yeah um also in seventh grade something that happened and this i these are like a lot of the times when i think back to like being in middle school elementary school there are times that things happen where i'm like why didn't I sit, like say anything? Why didn't I stand up for myself? Like this could have so easily been explained. Yeah. And I just I don't know if I got too anxious, if I got too scared, if I was never given the opportunity or like what happened. Yeah. Um I was working on a group project and it was me and this girl Gwen. Mm-hmm. And it was a partner project. Mm-hmm. We worked on it in class. I feel yeah. like I still don't even understand like why I got in trouble in the first place, but anyways. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> We were working on our assignment, mm-hmm. and we packed our things up. And for some reason, I accidentally grabbed her paper. I grabbed her paper, and I grabbed my paper. And not only did I accidentally grab her paper, I put it in my science notebook. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, like, I literally – I don't know how that happened. I wouldn't have meant to take her paper, but I guess she had filled out the entire page, mm-hmm. and I was halfway through. Mm-hmm. So that day in my science class, we had notebook checks, and I remember my science teacher going through my notebook. She stands up in the middle of class, and, like, we're taking a test while we get our notebook checked. And she goes, plagiarism is a really big deal. We do not tolerate copying. Gets up, leaves. She comes back. The next day I go to class. It's my social studies class that I had that group Mm -hmm. thing in. And that teacher calls me up, and she goes, so – your science teacher let me know that you were cheating off of Gwen. She found the papers and Gwen's was full and yours was like not fully completed and we do not tolerate copying. That was not allowed, but, but like going off mm-hmm. on me because this was that teacher that did not like me. Mm-hmm. It was the one that with my hair and the yeah. cheer coach. And I remember her literally calling Gwen up and being like, Gwen, don't let people push you around and don't let people copy off of you. Mm-hmm. You're so much better than that. Don't let these girls like. Blah, blah, blah. And I remember being like, "Are you kidding?" Mm-hmm. Because like I, I mean, that was how many years ago? I'll fully admit to you on things like I've copied off of, but that was like yeah. a situation where like I was literally like, "Yeah." Mm-hmm. I also still don't get it because even if I was copying off of her, it was a group thing. Yeah, like because I think that's part of what I got in trouble for too. Is she was like, "You guys have the same exact answers." It's a group project. It was a group project. I feel like ugh. that's implied. I don't know why that still like irks me. It really shouldn't at this point. But I think part of it is that that teacher 
did not like me. Mm-hmm. And that was, like, so tough then to have her also as, like, my cheer coach. Mm-hmm. And, like, I know I was not, like, a very pretty, like, seventh, eighth grader. Mm-hmm. I had the bushiest brows. My hair was just kind of a lot. And mm-hmm. then kind of the other girls that I was, I like, it was kind of odd that I was on the cheer team. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I did that. <laughs> I don't. Like, even thinking about that in, like, high school, like, I don't, mm-hmm. I had no business being on a cheer team. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see why I couldn't see you as a cheerleader at first? Yes and no. On one hand, offensive. On another hand, um, I don't know. I'm just, I, I don't think, I think it takes a specific kind of, like, personality and, like, mm-hmm. a je ne sais quoi. Like yeah. A, just a. I would never be. Um, kind of charm. Coordinated enough. <laughs> I don't think I was coordinated. Yeah. I still don't think I am. Mm. I can't dance. I wish I could. Oh, my gosh. If I could do, like, contemporary dance, I would have loved to. Mm-hmm. But, like, kind of like the, like, artsy. Yeah. Artsy kind of dancing. But, um, no. That was a teacher that did not like me. Mm-hmm. It's to the point where I actually think about her a lot. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It just goes to show how much a teacher can impact us and, like, our future. Um, because, like, they have kids at such a formational age, I guess is the right way to say it, or kind of, like, an influential age that their actions, their words can affect a kid for the rest of their life. Oh, absolutely. And then I feel like also, like, when a teacher acts like that, mm-hmm. it shows students that they can also act like mm-hmm. that to other students yeah. and get away with it, which I feel like definitely um, happened yeah. at times where they knew that they could – get away with that kind of behavior and what do you do with that yeah and it's also tough to like go into a school environment feeling like you have a bully Mm -hmm. and it's a bully you can't do anything yeah that's why like when i'm in the schools you have to be very careful with your words and not in the sense that you're walking on eggshells but just the kids that like you know the kids can take this to heart and so you have to like when you're talking to the kids about the work they're doing if there's an answer wrong or about something that's happening you can explanation is key like hey that's not okay but this is why you can't just make them feel like they're stupid you can't just make them feel like they've done something wrong which sometimes they do do something wrong but you have to kind of like and Mm. there's there's certain situations where you have to just be like no and you have there's but like Mm -hmm. for the most part you can't a lot of kids might not have a good background and you want to be like i'm going on a little tangent here but i'm almost done but like the goal for me as a teacher is to be, if there is only one person that loves that kid, then it can, I can, like, be another light and the, mm-hmm. another person that loves them and shows them the love of Jesus. Because you're with the kid eight hours a day, five days a week for a year when you're a teacher. And so you have so much time with them that you can influence them, and I'd rather do that in a positive way than a negative way, whether it's one teacher that does that or all teachers. Yeah. I don't know. It Kind of going back to, like, the topic of bullying, mm-hmm. like, I – was sent to the principal's office at one point because there was a bullying incident where I was accused of being the bully. Really? Yeah. I had to, like, sign a form saying, like, I will not do these things. Wow. Which I think is still so, again, so crazy, like, looking back on it because Mm -hmm. it was, like, one of the mean, popular girls of Mm -hmm. that kind of, like, age group. And um, the way that I remember it happening is Mm -hmm. we got, like, partnered for something. And she insisted everyone called her this one specific nickname mm-hmm. that I won't kind of bring up. Mm-hmm. But 
I was like, I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm not doing that. Like, mm-hmm. it was so stupid. It was basically, okay. It was, like, calling her, like, princess. Mm-hmm. Like, princess and then, like, her name. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not doing that. I'm yeah. not doing that. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, it was a thing of, like, I'm, and this is, like, dumb because it was, like, we were kids. Like, mm-hmm. we were kids at this mm-hmm. point in time. Um, but I was like, I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. I don't know what this is. And I remember her, like, sitting down and her, like, she was, like, talking to me like this. Like, kind of, like. Mm-hmm. And I remember being, like, I am, you don't really like me. I don't really like you. Can we just get through this project? Mm-hmm. And I remember her getting up to leave. And I was like, okay, bye. And, like, I was mean back. Mm-hmm. I was fully a brat back. Mm-hmm. Um, but she told my teacher that I said that I hope she died. Oh, and I think to this day, if you ask my parents about it, they'll be like, oh, you're lying. You definitely said that. And I'm like, I didn't. I just didn't. Yep. But that's like, I literally, I got in trouble for so many things. Like, there was this girl who was being really rude to me. So I picked up a piece of chalk and I drew down her shirt with chalk. <laughs> <laughs> that's so silly. But also, she was being mean. Mm-hmm. And it was chalk. Yeah. Lord, some kids are brats, man. I don't know. And then I think I've talked about this before with you is in seventh grade. Someone made an account posting pictures of like the popular, basically the popular kids Mm -hmm. in school. It would be like, um, let me come up with a name. Um, I don't think I knew anyone named Bella. So we'll go with Bella. Like a picture of this girl, Bella would be posted. It would be like, Bella is the ugliest. And it would be like a caption. It'd be a picture of her. And this account, yeah, it was, like, going through posting pictures of everyone. Um, how you think the story could be going is that I was posted about. Mm-hmm. And blah, blah, blah. No. The you person that was running account? this account was pretending to be me. Wow. So then I was put in a group chat, and so many people were yelling at me, like, saying that I was a bad person. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I end up learning about this, like, years later. That it was this girl who didn't like me and her mom. Whoa. Yeah. So. Mean girls breed mean girls. Yeah. Um, I really don't think I had, like, a teacher that I felt. Because even at that time. Well, okay. Actually, to be completely fair with this. Um, my art teacher had an Instagram account. Mm-hmm. And some of us followed, like, my art teacher. And people were tagging my art teacher in on this account mm-hmm. being like stop me blah, 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 blah. you're a teacher handle this and I remember we had art class and my art teacher it was Miss Hilbert oh my gosh I had forgotten about this this kind of makes me a little teary is she was like tonight or like tonight she's like today in class we're gonna like write letters to someone who like needs it and she's like so if anyone if you've hurt anyone recently like, go ahead and write them, like, a letter saying that you care about them or that you see them. Mm-hmm. And she's like, so, I know that there's been, like, a lot of hurt going around right now, but I think someone specifically has been really hurt by this situation. Mm-hmm. So, if you want to go ahead and write some letters. Mm-hmm. And people wrote me letters in that class. Really? Yeah, Miss Hilbert had them do that. Did the kids know that it wasn't <coughs> you? Did they find Eventually, out? Eventually, yeah. That's because crazy. then, I think we took down my Instagram account for a while. My dad had an Instagram Mm-hmm. And he went and he was commenting on every single post being like, this is not me, Hernandez. If you're doing this, take it down. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. And I remember having to go into the principal's office and they were like, how do you know it's not her? Blah, blah, blah. And my parents were like, 
we went bowling last night. She didn't have time to be doing this crap. Mm-hmm. We went bowling and she came home and she crocheted. <laughs> I love the idea that I was like a bully and I was the problem mm-hmm. in middle school when I looked like a horse girl <laughs> and crocheted. <laughs> the other girls that I was like in classes with, they already were getting highlights done, full mm-hmm. beats of makeup. I knew girls that had like heeled shoes. Mm-hmm. Like I, wow. I was very much like still looking younger than everyone else. That was me and literally until high school even. Like I um, anyways, yeah. By freshman year of high school, I started wearing like full faces of makeup. Well, freshman year of high school I had a uniform, so or like a, a dress code. I had to wear khakis and a polo to my two day week school. So there was no much there wasn't a lot of opportunity for and then tenth grade, I guess I started or like sophomore year, I started more of like growing up a little. Oh, by tenth grade. Tenth grade was when I moved to Rhode Island and yeah. that was a tough, tough year. But that's also the first year that I felt like I ever had teachers that I really connected with mm-hmm. and really, really liked. And I like I talk about Mr. Kenny all the time. Mm-hmm. But I had a teacher named Mr. Kenny who when he well, we had like notebooks that we had to turn in and mm-hmm. I still have this. You I think you've seen it. On your board. board. On my board, I cut it out, was a note that he wrote in my notebook. It said, um, my goal is to get someone as bright as you to show what others can be. Mm. And that, like, I I just never had been talked to mm-hmm. by, like, a teacher that way. And then when he found out I was moving, he's like, no, what you did here didn't go unnoticed mm. and that you were seen. Yeah, that's crazy. That's awesome. Literally insane. Yeah. Um, but he was awesome. I had um, I had a professor professor <laughs> I had a teacher named Mr. Perrin Mr. Perrin was also so so awesome mm-hmm. where I credit Mr. Perrin and Mr. Kenny as being like mom and dad something about them very much like reminded me of my parents yeah so that was the one time that I got to go to school and I still felt like I think the Lord provides us things like he knows when we need certain things and Knowing that sophomore year was a really rough time, he provided those two people for you to help you through that really tough time. He's working when we don't see it. He's giving us things, like, to get us through certain situations. Like, he's using people to help us Mm -hmm. even when we don't recognize it, even until later on. Because he knew you needed people that year. Yeah. We talked a lot about religion that year. Yeah. In my English class. I think that's, like, the basic curriculum. Mm -hmm. But I think that that, the way that that was handled really paved the way for, like, where I am now. Yeah. hmm Oh, my. That's, like, in seventh grade. <laughs> Can you hear that? Um, let the record show that Emily <laughs> knocked the headphones off of her head. <laughs> Anyways, in seventh grade, I had just moved. It was going to public school for the first time. Seventh grade was a year in itself. But, like, nothing, like, dramatic happened. It was just, like, I had never been to public school. I moved to a place for the first time where I didn't know anyone. Like, I'd moved before, but I knew people every time. And I had this one seventh-grade science teacher who I credit to, like you said, being where I am today. Like, she helped me through that year. She ran the prayer club in my middle school. I'm from the South. Everybody has a prayer club. And, like, FCA. But it was, like, basically kind of like FCA for the non-sports kids because I was not a sports kid. And she – Fellowship of Christian Athletes? Yeah. Okay. Um, but she called, but it was like prayer club where we would have like youth pastors, people come in and talk and then we would pray and like 
she was just a another guiding presence in my life that year and kind of like in this weird and uncertain time was like leading me back to the Lord. And when I finally got baptized, I invited her. And that's the year where I kind of like started my life. Oh, when did you get baptized? I was 13. So it was like March okay. of 2016, I think. I thought you were still talking about high school. Mm-mm. I was like Seventh shocked. grade. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. And then like. Did I get, I think I got baptized in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. And so like that's the year that kind of like changed the, tra- like almost like I finally started like. I got saved when I was ten, but I didn't really start living out until I was thirteen. That's kind of yeah. like what well, changed to be where fair, I am. You were a child. Yeah, and like not. <laughs> it's kind of like when I really started recognizing. Obviously, there've been ups and downs, bumps along the way. Everything's like it always is. You go through periods of life and like time where your walk is not as consistent as before. But that's really like kind of like change where I finally started more walking in my faith, and then like I just. I loved that teacher so much. She was so sweet. And, like, I just thank the Lord that there was someone in my life like that during that time, you know? Yeah. I think literally, like, teachers, professors can definitely, like, make or break. Oh, yeah. I had a fr- The first time I ever enjoyed an English class was freshman year here where I had a professor who oh. <laughs> made me enjoy English, which was amazing. Is it the one that we both had? Yeah, oh, Professor sh- Valle. Yeah. I had never enjoyed English class until his class. He made it interesting. He made it fun. He made it feel like even though I wasn't good at writing or I never, like, thought of myself as a good writer, he still, like— Why did I have to take that? It's just English 102. Yeah, but I took—oh, did I not? Maybe I didn't get, like, an AP Lit credit. Mm-hmm. I didn't take AP Lit, but— Oh. It's like— What'd you take? AP Lang, which is 101. I took A Ping and AP Lit. Yeah, maybe. Wait, AP AP Lang. Lang. Did you take AP Lit? There's AP Language Arts, AP English, right? Yeah. And then AP Literature. I think I took AP Ping and AP Lit. Mm-hmm. AP Lit. But I bet I didn't get AP Lit credit. But, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I... Part of me wishes that I could, like, go and, like, do it again with what I know now. Mm-hmm. And then have more fun, like, getting to, like, learn. Yeah. Instead of... <laughs> yeah. Freshman year was time, though. Freshman year here? Yeah. Oh, we're just talking about in general. Oh. Freshman year here, I feel like I barely remember it. Yeah. Um, I was just trying to think since, like, being at Liberty, if I've had any professors that I feel like I really... Um, I had Professor Gibson, mm-hmm. which, I mean, I didn't have, like, a any sort of, like, personal connection or, like, any com- real conversations with him, mm-hmm. but um, he was philosophy, and mm-hmm. let me tell you, I did not do <laughs> fantastic in that class, mm-hmm. but so many of, like, the concepts that he talked about, I feel like, yeah. are reoccurring for yeah. me, at least, mm-hmm. that I like a lot. I had a professor last year named Dr. Dempsey, who was our first time teaching, like, oh. an in-person class in years. Okay. And, you know, all the professors are like, you know, like, we care about you. You can talk to us. This is the first time I ever, like, really, like. Is he the one? Is this a woman? Is she the one that <laughs> had you guys at, like, her house for, like, breakfast? No, that was an education teacher, which I also love her, okay. Dr. Worley. Is she the one that you did the ornament with? That was also Dr. Worley. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, Dr. Worley was an education professor who I also love, who she, like, made the class more experiential than just teaching at us, which is amazing. And then Dr. Dempsey was my, um, I don't even remember what the, what the class was, but it was one of my leadership classes. And, mm. you know, she's like, sh- 
you could really tell that when she told you, like, if you guys need anything, please come talk to me. If you need to get away, like, I have, like, extra rooms in my house. Like, if you need, like, to get away from, like, you could tell. She yeah. really cared about her students. And when we left that class the last day last semester, I, like, 90% of us were in tears just because Aww. of how, like, loving she was to us. That's so sweet. Yeah. Aww. I'm tearing up thinking about her. <laughs> She's actually, so she does a podcast with RRD. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. We talked about this. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I've had, like, any professors that, like, I've formed my own personal connections with. Yeah. And, like, totally not to kiss up to Goby. But, um. <laughs> Is this for his class? Oh, goodness. Oh, I'm sorry. But, um. <laughs> Dewhurst and Gobi, I think, mm-hmm. um, have been, like, standout professors. And mm-hmm. I think my main reason why is I feel like I'm treated like a person. Yeah. Like, you come in. It's always, like, a fun time. Yeah. There's always, like, laughing. I like a class that, even though, like, okay, like, Dewhurst class stresses me out. That's the, the like, one where you go into the. me out like crazy. Where you're in the thingy? In the studio, yeah. yeah the studio in the control room. Mm-hmm. It stresses me out like crazy. But then he'll, like, make you laugh or, like, make things more, like, lighthearted. Which helps me. See the one who made fun of you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. Um, and then kind of in a similar way to like, there have been times where like, I've, I'm just thinking about like this semester where I've been like, Gobi, I don't know what I'm doing. He's like, it's literally fine. You're fine. Yeah. Get over it yourself. <laughs> literally. Like, there, there's no reason to be stressed out right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> like that's the kind of energy that I feel like I respond mm-hmm. best to. Yeah. Where I've had like more like for the most part I feel like I've had more professors that are kind of um strict mm-hmm. and kind of like I don't know. I think part of it is a lot of the professors are older. Mm-hmm. And because, <laughs> because they're because they're a little older. Mm-hmm. They're kind of more of like not you um, what? I said not you, Gopi. Not Gopi. Not Gopi. Um, but a lot, because I mean, you even heard Gopi stories. Yeah. And you're not a digi major. No, I know all about them. You know, Gopi, Romeo. Dewhurst, and Gershner? Uh, see the Hungarian one? Hungarian. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Right. He's also funny. Yeah. Where I, I guess I did like that class too, but also part of the reason I liked that class is I would go in and I would see Noah. Mm hmm. So that might be a little silly. Oh, the beginning of a love story. <coughs> so, um, I don't think we have much more to talk about in terms that of That was school. Uh, I went to school. We went to school. I have little to show for it, but... She knows nothing. Well, yeah, like, <laughs> intelligence-wise... Intelli- whoa, <laughs> intelligence-wise, like, yeah. IQ, nothing to show for it. Yeah. EQ, on the other hand. Emotional? Yeah. <laughs> Lots to tell. <laughs> There's, um, school is a time. Um, but thankfully we'll have people like Emily going in <laughs> school, so hopefully, um, being nice to me as of the world. Absolutely. They're just little kids. Aww. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. We will... Catch you next time. Remember to hang up and hang, hang out. out. <laughs> I can't. Oh, that's too funny. Yeah. Alrighty. We'll see you later. Have fun. Adios.